Pickaxe. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc. Arc 2, episode 57 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today by you lovely folks on patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r. That's the place to get tons of extra content for just a few bucks. It helps us keep the lights on. It helps us bring content to you guys each and every week. And as a bonus, you get to join our Discord, which is a wonderful community of listeners just like you. So swing by patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r for more information. Previously for Group A, while venturing away from the town of Aubrey, the unthinkable happened, as the group was caught in an explosion that killed both Masoka and Amvin. Clearly this was an emergency, and the group returned to Aubrey as quickly as possible to try and find a cleric to resurrect perhaps one, or even both of them. This didn't go exactly according to plan, but fortunately enough, Masoka was able to rejoin the party. But all is not lost for Amvin, as while there's not a cleric to resurrect him, there may be a darker way. And that's where we're picking things up today. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master, going around the table, starting with Rob. Hey, I'm Rob, I'm playing Ubo, the half-orc druid of the mountain. And James. Hey, it's James, I play Masoka, the still-alive half-elf rogue. <laughs> Rub it and, in. Yeah, that, and Kelsey. I'm Kelsey, and I play Aster, the elven fighter. And Susan. Oh my goodness, pinkies out. I am Susan, <laughs> and I will be playing Madeline Rewin, the human cleric. Human wine fridge. <laughs> um, <laughs> Xavier. Hey, I'm Xavier, and I play Donovan, the human fighter. Uh, and last, and certainly not least, Michael. Hey, I'm Michael, and I play Amvin, the corpse. <laughs> we balance each other. Amvin, the uh, slightly toasted wizard. <laughs> Amvin, the well done. <laughs> Speaking of which, I guess we should just dive right in, right? So, uh, we all know what happened last time. I, I, thankfully, Masoka skirted death. Uh, all of that could have gone far worse than it actually did, so congrats. How about we pick things up directly after the events of the last session, right? Uh, we got Masoka coming back. Amvin is still in the room. 
and uh, Donovan is just wiped. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be your first thoughts? Oh. Maddie would probably turn to Aster and actually like make a motion to like leave the room. Aster probably looks just a bit astonished at everything that happened. I mean, it's just kind of, you hear about resurrection, you don't really ever expect to see it happen, especially not like a successful one, but they're they're just kind of just, a lot of stuff has just happened, but they're just going to like look at her kind of, and they'll sort of nod a bit distracted and they will leave the room, but wait outside of it. Yeah, it not. She just wants to talk with them real fast. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll get to that after everyone else's reactions, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about? Okay, obviously the big one's Masoka, but I wanna. Uh, how would Donovan be feeling? Like, how would you put this into words? Uh, yeah, he he he's super exhausted and kind of in disbelief, right? Like, kind of in a pinch me pinch me I'm dreaming kind of situation maybe because he's so physically out of it and he sees Masoka moving so he he realizes that it works but he's still really surprised that it worked so he'd kind of be uh, at, a, at a loss for words just like breathing really fast and heavily just catching his breath mm. Ubo viewed all this right? Yep he's in there I, so we already know Ubo casts magic and stuff like that, but but there, there's 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 an orcish side. Is there? What were Ubo's thoughts on resurrection as a whole? Um, it's it's cool. It's legit. I, I think druids can do it, so he like he doesn't have a problem with it or anything. Um, mm-hmm. I, it, as as far as this specific resurrection, he, he kind of expected to feel somewhat better were we to recover one or both of the people who died and like seeing Masoka gets back up like yes it is a good thing but also zero of his guilt is resolved so he like like he kind of watched it happen and he's like just kind of waiting to feel better and then doesn't and then just kind of crosses his arms and leans against the wall and doesn't make eye contact with anyone aww So, uh, we brought up that Donovan is wiped. Masoka is equally as wiped. How's Masoka feeling? Well, how, like, what's the, what's the state here? Like, how, how, how wiped out would he be upon waking up? Obviously, he kind of wakes up with that gasp. The <clears throat> right. And can he, I mean, uh, is he strong enough to move? Yes, but barely. Like, I would put it, this is, this goes for both Masoka and Donovan. This is probably, I wouldn't even put it as tired. I'd put it, uh, it, like, drained. Like, people toss around the word exhausted all the time. I'm talking can barely lift your head up, can barely move around, that kind of exhausted. Uh, to put it mechanically, you're taking, uh, both you and Donovan are taking a negative four penalty to basically everything. Right. Um, and that's just kind of to signify the, the stress and strain you guys have been through. But, mm. yeah, the, like, you are no good, basically. Okay, then I think I think in his mind, as soon as he woke up, he would recoil because the last thing he saw or sensed was this explosion happening. Right now, whether or not he actually flips out where he's lying or he just kind of twitches a bit, that's another thing. Which I imagine he just wouldn't move very much, really. It probably almost be like that thing where you go to fall asleep and uh, you 
kind of imagine that you're falling down steps or yes. something and you just wait. Yes. Yeah, that type of thing. Okay. Then, I mean, I guess the, like he would just be confused. Like, um, you know, sort of blinking, looking around. Can't quite move. Can he talk? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So he's probably staring at the ceiling. So he'd probably just, uh, probably just be like, who's there? What happened? Why does my voice sound so weird? I two very long, slow blinks from Donovan. Ahsoka, you made it back. What? What happened? You died, man. You blew, you you blew up. How, how are you feeling, man? Uh, I guess I'm happy that I'm feeling anything. What was that? From what from what we gather, that was that was some some booby trap. We got we got we got punked, and Amvin. Well, he, yeah, he he died too. Shit. So yeah. he's okay though, right? No, he's still he's still dead. It's um and he puts his hand on his uh, armor. It's our our friend Kirkland who brought you back. Thanks Kirkland, uh, by the way. You you really you really came through with that. Thank you. And there's not going to be any reply from the armor. Mm. I can't remember. Does, does Masoka know about Kirkland? Yeah, the whole group would. Yeah, okay. Whether you think Donovan's crazy or not, I guess is up to yeah. like yeah, because Donovan did explain it. Okay. Well, how, how did uh, how did Kirkland do this? I mean, uh, he said he'd take over my body to cast a spell he used to cast way back in his days. So I guess it. It just worked out like he planned it. I, I could feel his movements through through my body, and I kind of felt, it kind of felt like I wasn't a a body high. It kind of felt nice. Maddie, is that how you always feel? And Maddie's not there. <laughs> oh, Maddie, you're not there. Okay. Yeah, uh, she left the room with Aster. Okay, okay. Sorry, I thought you you stayed. Cool. All right, I'll say that this way then. I wonder if it's how Maddie feels all the time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you you <clears throat> you help you help bring me back. I had no choice, man. I there was nothing else for me if you weren't there. So yeah, Kirkland gave me uh he gave me the means, and I just I I I took it. And that was stupid. I can't believe I did this, man. He said I could have died. That would have sucked. Whoa, 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 Donnie, what did... You don't need to put me before you. Well, uh, yeah, now I realize that, but 
and I got emotional in the moment. It felt like it was the only thing to do. And, you know, I'm pretty happy I did, man. I, I was gonna miss you a lot. Come here. And he'll just like open his arms for a, for a, for a big embrace. Yeah. I guess he'll sit up as best he can. And, uh, yeah, both of them just like kind of crawl to each just other slowly. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Donnie. I owe you big for this one. Sure, we'll, we'll figure it out when it comes to paying me back. Right now, I just want to go lay down for uh, six weeks. What about uh, what about Amvin there? Can you help him too? I don't think I have the energy to do it right now. I'm pooped. Kirkland, do you think we could do it again? I would say... After the second try of of, of talking to Kirk, Kirkland, Donovan's going to notice uh, kind of a lack of presence. You, you could always feel when Kirkland was there, like when he was going to speak to you. or um, it, It's kind of like you can feel someone else's presence in the room. Mm-hmm. Donovan's going to feel nothing. Yeah, I guess... I guess Kirkland's pretty tired, too. I can't get a thing from him. From what I gather, Anvin's got, like, three more days. A three-day three window to come back, and I don't know if we have a solution. I think there was one, but I don't think people were really on board with that. It sounded pretty shady. Well, you know, I don't know much about this stuff at all, but if you guys need anything, you tell me. I'll do it. Yeah, you got it. You want to go back to the vampire hotel? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> what about Ubo? Hey, Ubo. Ubo briefly just looks at you and then uh, looks away and walks out of the room, actually. Okay. Uh, Masoka will turn back to Donnie. What's uh, what's going on over there? Ubo killed you, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess you didn't have a good vantage point to see it, but he... He wanted to wrap things up, and he shook the cart a little too rough, and it just blew up. I don't think he's taking it very well. Well, I mean, I'm not going to hold a grudge. I mean, he didn't know what was in there. Yeah, nobody did. I need some water. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and scene. Uh, let's catch up with uh, Maddie and Aster. Okay. okay. So Maddie pulls Aster out into the hallway. Yeah, and then I. So the sequence of events before them is Maddie hugs Donovan, then Aster hugs Donovan, and then Maddie turns to Aster before they start talking and walk out of the room. I just want to. Yeah. Okay. So then. Maddie turns to Aster and wipes a tear out of her eye. I was up most of last night praying, but I didn't get a clear answer. 
and you and I are usually of one mind. You're usually very level-headed. How do you feel about the blood magic? They kind of let out a sigh at that and are going to kind of sort of lean against a wall and like lean their head back and close their eyes and just take a second to kind of think. And I... And they'll open their eyes again and look at Maddie. And what we just saw was, I don't know if I ever really believed it was possible in a sense, but as far as the other thing, um, I've seen some bad stuff with magic before, like stuff that gives you nightmares kind of thing. Um, I, I don't think, I, I, I really don't think that we should pursue it. I mean, it would take a lot. And even if we were successful, like messing around with that kind of thing, like we don't even have anyone with, experience not that I don't think we'd want that but there are so many ways that it could go really bad I I don't think that I mean you knew him better than I did but I mean with something like like that like we could risk like destroying this entire town I don't know I just I don't think it's a good idea. And that's in character. Maddie will let out a sigh and then lean against the opposite wall and kind of like slump down until her knees are up. Mm. I, I was thinking the same thing, but it's Amvin and I don't know if I would feel right not trying, but feels wrong and Astra will actually go over to her and kind of sit on the floor like next to her and just to be the presence and yeah I I know I mean we've both seen our fair share of death I think it's I think that it's better not to to view it as if we're not trying for Amvin but that what happened with Masoko was a, a miracle and like that should be it's not the common thing like that shouldn't be the expected outcome I don't think or else, I mean, that's a lot of people have gone down darker paths trying to bring back people that they couldn't. It's. Yeah. It's hard, though. And it's okay to be sad and to mourn and to be hurt beyond words. Yeah. I mean,. In the war, it was just so present and constant, and it mm-hmm. was expected. But out here, 
We were just on a mission. We were on Amvin's mission. Oh, God. <sighs> Jason. <laughs> Xavier put something in the chat. Would Maddie know about any resurrection trinkets that, that the kind church of thing has? Is, yeah, it'd be pretty darn rare. Okay. Yeah. I just... It was so sudden. Yeah, I I still keep... Like, on the way back over here, I when I, like, turned to look at the rest of the group, I kept being surprised that he wasn't there, you know? Like, it hasn't processed yet. But... <laughs> I just don't know how knowing that knowing in my heart that this is wrong how we could face the rest of the group when there is an option do you really think that is an option though like do you really think that it would work because I, I can't see that happening I I mean don't you think that if there was like some way to use blood magic to bring people back like like I mean people know about resurrection even though like blood magic has it's like a, a lot of bad stuff like if it was possible I feel like there would be something like more known or anything like it just <laughs> The fact that it feels too easy makes me even more wary. And Maddie will lean her head back up against the wall and kind of stare at the ceiling. <sighs> me too. I just don't want to let him go, you know? She'll lean her head over to Aster. Hmm. Though. So, yeah. I know. I I mean, you knew him longer than any of us, and I don't think any of us want to let him go either, but I mean, we don't don't have to not completely. We can still finish this mission for him at least, maybe. It's still carry on his memory. That's it sounds so trite always, but that's what it always comes back to in the end. Yeah. And then I feel like they're just gonna like look off into the distance for a while. Yeah, right? they're just they're just gonna <laughs> hang out on the floor. <laughs> just defeated. Yeah. So let me ask a question of everyone. Um, it is the 15th of Ferriore. Now, um, eventually I would imagine everyone would meet back up, and there is an elephant in the room. But, I feel like first and foremost, you guys gotta decide what the next step for the party would be. Do you stay in town? Do you just take it easy for the next few days? What? Well, Donovan and Masoka definitely need a break. That's, <laughs> well, Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're going to be going anywhere until they're back up to snuff. I mean, just, like, 
and it like i think aster and maddie could also use the emotional break as well <laughs> like it's just right. like we could probably use some downtime and also i i don't know i feel like we should do some kind of funeral thing i feel like he deserves that Michael, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Maddie is... Uh, Susan would do it. Susan would give up all her morals for it. Yeah, we saw what Susan would do last season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Maddie well, let, is... well, let's not give up right away. I mean, <laughs> other people may have a say in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Ghost. <laughs> let's Oinks. let's pick things up in the evening then. It's probably at some point. Uh, there's that thing of everybody, kind of, at the very least deciding it's like, well, we can't go anywhere yet because these two are dying. Basically, they're. They, I mean, they're. They're. If if something were to happen on the road, they're in no shape to fight or defend mm-hmm. themselves or anything like that. Uh, or march. <laughs> um, so that would probably at least be decided. What at what point in the day do you feel like the party would be able to reconvene and talk about the the Amvin situation? Uh, the same day, you mean? Yeah, probably in the evening. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably like a late night conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think Ubo might actually, since he wandered off from the last scene, he might want to go see Clarissa privately. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, th- this is a thing where she checked out after, like, there's a lot, <sighs> there's a lot of guilt on her end too. Obviously, she didn't have anything to do with Amvin's death, but there was still a lot of stuff Amvin was trying to accomplish, right? He was still very young in his life, and geez, they just had a long conversation after catching up. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm working on this, this, and we're gonna, and, you know, and th- it's just and then just gone. Um, so, yeah, she's in a real bad spot about it. I don't think it'd be too hard to find her if if uh, Ubo wants to pull her aside. Yeah, Ubo wants to go find her. Okay. So let's say all this is taking place. I believe we set the temple for this. So let's say you find uh, Clarissa back near the library somewhere. And uh, she would be hardcore studying. Uh, And she might be a little bit surprised that it's Ubo because she hasn't really had much communication with Ubo. Yeah, so this would, she might be a little bit surprised. It's like, oh, hi. Uh, Ubo just kind of waves. You said to Maddie you thought you might be able to save Amvin. Uh, there'd probably be a uh, like every ounce of her body there'd probably be a yeah but like there's a there's a caveat. And she'd close the book that she was reading. I've been looking into it, yeah. It's a long shot. But I... I think I could pull off a ritual that might bring him back. What does it cost? 
Well, she's gonna she's gonna motion to the book that she's reading. There are uh, things in the afterlife, um, beings that have power over a mortal's life and death. Depending on what I could reach out to, the cost would be different. The only problem is I'm, I've never done anything like this before, and I'm not entirely sure what I'd be reaching out to. Will we know what my fate would be before you used the magic? I I don't understand. I, I was planning on doing this. I I knew Amvin. I I feel like I owe it to him to try. Why you? If it needs someone to take to bring him back, I will do it. He should live. She's going to cast her eyes down a bit, just break eye contact momentarily. I agree. I, I don't... I don't think it's his time yet, but... Maddie didn't seem like she liked the idea all that much. And I, I understand there's a lot that I don't know about this, but if we could pull this off, we could give Hamvin a second chance, you know? Maddie did not get Amvin killed. Ubo got Amvin killed. So maybe Maddie does not get a say. Oh boy. I there's a long beat of silence. Okay. She's going to stand up from the table she's sitting at and she's going to grab this book. Come with me. Kubo nods and follows. Okay. Um let's jump back to the rest of the group. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, let's discuss what we're going to do about Amphib. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's totally it's totally us here, right? We're doing this. So. I'd say hours are going to go by, right? Um the sunset, the like it, it's it's been a long day. Uh and you guys are back in Aubrey. It is still the 15th of Ferryor. You got a few days before uh before Donovan and Masoka are in any shape to travel and you have a dead compatriot. Um, you need to decide, like, there are funeral arrangements or, you know, whatever else you guys are thinking about doing. The conversation needs to be had, and it's yeah. sadly got to be had sooner rather than later. Yep. So most of the group is back together, minus Ubo. But I would say that the party would already understand that Ubo's quite upset. So mm. I don't think it would be crazy yeah. out of the ordinary. And yeah. this is hours later, and Ubo met up with... Clarissa right after. So would whatever he, was... he did already have happened when we have this conversation? No. Okay. So since Subo's not there, uh, Donovan would have probably suggested to uh, go have the meeting at the, the what's the Vampire Hotel called again? The Vampire Hotel. 
Uh, the Eternal Host, Slumber Hotel Inn. Transylvania. Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> it's uh, Transylvania 65,000. Adam Sandler's <laughs> there. Adam Sandler. Oh, God. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Rob Schneider plays. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah let's go to the other hotel then. Uh, no, just <laughs> yeah. kidding. Uh, yeah, because uh, Evan's going to check in there for the, the next four days. Uh, and he, yeah. Yeah, he'd check in for a room, and he'd get everyone to join, like, sit down in his room. Uh, he'd have a nice bottle of wine for himself, and he'd kind of like lay down on his bed on top of his uh, sheets to like have this this meeting. And then before Maddie comes up to your room, like she's probably directed to where your room is by Jonathan. Maddie will say anything that's charged to the room; she'll take care of. Aw, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Did you oh. see my tweet? I am legitimately drinking from wine glass. <laughs> I'm too fancy for you, Jason. But you must use etiquette. <laughs> Alright, so Maddie sits on the wine fridge. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> Alright. Donovan has a glass of wine laying in bed. Yeah. We're all sitting around and... Welcome to my office. Uh, Masoka is not drinking, and he's staring off in intense contemplation of the past day's events. So what are we doing for Envan? Is Masoka sitting up or laying down? Um, He's probably sitting up in bed. Okay, Maddie will go sit next to him. And then answer... I I don't feel like blood magic is the answer, guys. And then Maddie will look down at her hands. I don't know I don't know what blood magic's all about. It sounds sketch as all hell. Bad. But I know I would have done it for Masoka. So I mean Is there a difference? It's not the kind of thing that would necessarily just affect the person that does it is the problem. (laughs) It's bad. Real bad shit. It's twisted magic. It's magic used only for the benefit of the user. It's not... It's not anything anyone usually willingly looks into. Like, it's the kind of thing where you could be trying to bring, to heal someone and end up, like, bringing in a demon to this realm or something. Like, oh. if you fuck up with the ritual, it could end up turning Aubrey into, like, a hell pit or something. I don't know. I try to stay away from it, but just... I don't trust it. Okay. I think I get the picture. It's pretty stupid. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that's clear. Terms I can understand. Okay, so that's a a bad thing. I I get that. And... I mean... I'm so grateful that I'm sitting here with you guys right now. God, Esno, you sound so good. What the hell happened? (laughs) 
<laughs> the, the pipes on you, man. It's kind of been bothering me. Like, I, I sound kind of weird. No, you sound great. <sighs> sound better. Okay. So did, I, did I improve you? <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. Well, my throat doesn't hurt anymore, so... But, but, but look, I thank you so much for bringing me back, but it it's not fair to Ambin. And can't can we just bring him back the same way you brought me back? I don't think I have Kirkland juice anymore. Well, does it have to be you? I mean, there's got to be someone else that can do this. There's not anybody else. I asked when I came to town and they're all, they're all not here. Well, then, then we go to them. We go find them. The nearest... The nearest cleric who knows how to resurrect someone is an Esterholt, which is at least two weeks away. At least. I cast a spell on both of you with gentle repose, but it only lasts, I don't... At max, a, a few days, I think four. I it's just... But by then, the soul leaves the body. He'll, he'll nod at that. And just, Thank you. And, uh... I, I mean... What, what about, uh... What, what's... What, Anvin's friend, Cl- Cl- Clarissa. Can she do it? I mean, they're friends. She doesn't have the ability to resurrect. I don't know of any other options, guys. Is it not worth taking that chance? I mean, Ahsoka, look. What I did came with a risk. Uh, A gamble's fine, but... Like a, a cost. That's a little, it's a little worse. If you pay for something bad to happen, that's not a good deal. Well, let let me help in it. I mean, I got to come back. He should get a chance to. This is probably in character. The yeah. long pause. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this so much. <laughs> I have. Me- meanwhile, Ubo's just like, yeah, yeah. performing a blood ritual right now. Yeah. Ubo <laughs> runs the knife down his palm and squeezes yeah. the blood into the pentacle. <laughs> Maddie will take Masoga's hand and we we just got you back I don't think any of us could bear to lose you again but he's he's important he's doing good things you know he he was and that's why we have to finish his mission. This 
it tears me up more than any of you will ever know to not take the chance, but it doesn't feel right. So we have to we have to finish his mission. Yeah. We we should send word to people though. Yes. Mm. In case we don't make it back, they should at least know. Let's let's give the guy a proper burial with his family. <laughs> yeah. Poof. Meanwhile, across town in an attic. So I would picture that Clarissa would have pulled Ubo aside and and understanding why people in her life would probably be very against this idea. That conversation with Ubo was just the nudge she needed to kind of push her into it. It's like, yeah, no, you're right. Let's let's go. We're <laughs> thinking too much about this. So uh, the problem is you don't want to interrupt a ritual like this. And at the entire time, she would probably be telling Ubo about the, the dangers involved, like kind of a buyer beware. It's like, okay, just so just so you know, I've read a lot of a, a lot of cautionary tales about this type of thing. And, you know, it, it, who knows what's going to happen when we do this officially. Um, at any point during this, do you feel like Ubo would have changed his mind, would have had second thoughts, anything like that? I mean, I guess the thing he'd try to iron out is, like, will we be able to, like, do the spell enough to see what the deal would be before we follow through on the deal? Or is it, like, once we know what the deal is, the bad thing happens or something worse happens? Or, like, I don't... Right, right. I, so... I guess, like, how much, you know, is this, like, is this, like, the, like evil contract where like the language is very specific and tragic but at least it's all in writing or is it like uh it's pretty faustian uh to some some degree so here's how she would lay it out mm. um it depends on what you're asking for uh demons are notoriously shady creatures right they ultimately what they want is their freedom. Um, but if they can use uh, use your soul to gain some sort of leverage uh, where they are, they'll take that too. So if you're asking to be rich or if you're asking to uh, be great at combat, something like that, there are all kinds of deals to be made. And usually what you're giving up is your soul. Now, if you're trying to bring someone back from the dead, that's a big one. And you're going to need a more powerful demon for that type of thing. So usually the, the way she would break it down is what you're doing is opening a door, like just a crack. And the first powerful demon to see this door open will come forth and barter with you. The bartering is not always a pleasant experience. Usually it's a downright unpleasant experience. Uh, and something has to be given up just to have the meeting, basically, if that mm. makes sense. There's a reason why everyone would be warning you about this. It's, it's a very, it, it, this is, this is the thing you do when you have no other options. Is there, is there any degree to which I'll know what I'd have to give up before, like, like, 
I'm trying to figure out how much I get to know before I take each step of this, right? Like, right. And yeah, like I, I, I mean, Ubo doesn't want to hurt me. Ubo wants to get Amphin back to life without hurting more innocent people, but he's okay if he's dead, right? Like he's okay if right. If it takes him, he's okay with that. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much... So, uh, picture it like this. Clarissa's never done anything like this. It's all been read in books. So, imagine mm. somebody who's only... Like, who wants to rob a bank, but has only seen shit like, you know, Ocean's Eleven to go off of. It's like, well, I know what I've seen in movies, that type of thing. Mm. So, she's probably going to brace you for the fact that you could lose your life. She could lose her life. Like, this could all go very badly, but the whole, oh, the town could be burning or something like that would probably not be in her uh, her forecast. Like, it, it would be like, no, I don't think that would happen. But she's going she's going off of what's in this book, and mm-hmm. that's a, it's, it's, it's a limited window into what mm-hmm. could happen. Okay. Well, hopefully we get to, like, hear what, hear what the deal is and, like, I mean, like, I guess... I guess I don't know what happens if we say no once we hear what the deal is. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, usually there's some sort of payment. There's something to take or something. Yeah. But anywho, in this attic, there would be candles lit. She would probably be knelt down. There'd be the circle. And she would ask Ubo to kneel with her. And there would be a preamble. Like, she's had some time to think about this. She knows that there's a risk. She understands what's, you know, what's at stake. But this would be her last ditch attempt to kind of warn Ubo. It's like, okay, this is, this, these are all the things that could potentially happen. And we're getting ready to do this. And she would hand Ubo a letter addressed to, uh, Alexandra. And she would tell Ubo, if something happens and I don't make it out of this alive, please make sure that she gets this. Do I, am I supposed to know who Alexandra is? Is this someone my, like Ubo knows? Um, you probably would have seen her around town. She's kind of a high muckety muck in terms of uh, the town guard. Um, she used to be the lone town guard, actually. Um, mm. But things have improved uh, around town, and she's uh, she's got she actually has some clout now. Okay. And she would probably ask Ubo, "Is there like if if the roles are reversed and she makes it alive and you don't, is there someone she should talk to or a message she should deliver?" Um, Ubo thinks for a minute and says. If I don't make it and Amvin comes back, tell my friends that everything was made right. If I don't make it out and Amvin does not come back, no one should speak of me again. And she would take she would take a deep breath. Okay. Give me your hand. Nubo does. And she would have this, uh, she'd have this knife. And she would 
slash across Ubo's palm as gently as she can, but there'd be there'd be some blood, and she would do the same with her hand. And um, she's going to have uh, both you and her kind of trace this pattern in in the middle of the circle that you're sitting in. And then she's going to wrap your hand with um, with this bandage and do the same for her. And she is going to start to read from this tome. Now, here's the fun part. Rob. Yes? I want you to get ready and roll a die for me. Now, there are many demons out there that might be able to answer the call. Some are more powerful than others. Some are just itching for the chance. Mm -hmm. Based on this D10 that you're about to roll, Mm -hmm. any number of demons could show up. Do I want a high number or do I want a low number? Well, it's about variety, basically. This isn't... (laughs) It's this... Oh, this is uh it's it's all kind of bad. Yeah. But it yeah. this is a different flavors. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. It's this this is it it's less um it's it's less a linear scale and more a more a continuum all around the same level. Right. Yeah. Just what what flavor? So, do me a favor. Give me a flat D10. That's an 8. <laughs> There it is. That's the laugh. Oh, boy. Okay. So, Clarissa is going to be reading from this tome. And the more she reads, the further she gets in, the more the room itself is going to is going to change. You're going to feel it in the air. Candles will flicker. The the wood in this attic is almost going to seem to to warp and stretch, almost like the house is breathing. And just outside of this circle, like right on the periphery of it, something is going to start to materialize, sort of this, um, this, this purple smoke. It's going to start to fill a space, almost as if there's some sort of glass dome around it. It won't expand any further than this, uh, this thin-ish column, about the size of, about the size of just a humanoid. That general shape. Speckled within this circle are a bunch of these holes that are going to start to appear. They, 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 they look like holes anyway. Uh, about like uh, dime-sized holes. And there's going to be a bright light shining beneath. And these... Tiny hooks are going to spring out from these holes, and they are going to attach themselves to both Ubo and Clarissa. Clarissa is going to drop the book that she was reading from. Now, picture hundreds of these these fish hooks. They are going to pierce Ubo and Clarissa's skin, arms, legs, torso, all that, everywhere but the head. And they're going to sort of, like, clamp down. It is agony. And a figure is going to start to materialize through this smoke. You're going to start to make this out. And again, 
within seconds, this all just feels like it's going awry, right? There's uh, just just tremendous pain. It instantly just feels like, okay, this this is not going well. And I would say the, the, the figure that's going to take shape looks vaguely tiefling. Big horns, like, kind of rounded these, these awful, unmanicured fingernails. And after a few seconds, you're going to hear this breathing. Again, stark quiet in the room. Beyond the sound of these, these chains attached to the fish hooks, like they're, they're very thin, almost like, almost like a wire. What would Ubo's reaction be to this? Um, he's, you know, obviously hurting. There's no, there's no getting around that, but he's just kind of, he's just kind of gritting his teeth and like, he wants to get to the, he wants to get to the point. He wants to get to, yeah, but he's just, he's gritting his teeth. And I, I think he, he's looking at Clarissa out of the corner of his eye to see how she's doing because he did not expect he expected to be the one right. giving up everything. Um, so he's like seeing how she's taking it, I guess. And there's th- th- nothing in her spiel uh, involve fish hooks and piercing of skin and all this stuff. Like none of this. Uh, so this is a, a wide like a wild surprise to her as well, like absolute agony. Um, and you're going to start to see a blood pool in several areas. Like you can, you can feel it kind of in little rivulets, like dribbling down your chest and stuff like that for her. It's just like, she's wearing these, these robes and stuff and it's going to start to soak through. Like you could just see it. Mm. And again, this breathing is going to persist. And after a few moments, uh, this creature is going to start to speak almost like, uh, almost like he's sort of acclimating himself to the room, just kind of like uh, stepping outside, breathing in fresh air, that type of thing for the first time in a long time. <sighs> this deep, like he's very satisfied with himself. Is there something I can help you with? I wouldn't say that he's even looking at either one of you in particular, just sort of the 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 the, the sight of both of you there. Would this be a thing where Ubo would speak up, or you're waiting for, for uh, Clarissa to take the reins? Does she look like she's giving him, like, the, the go sign, or does she look like she's, like, something on the tip of her tongue? I, I think most of it is pain, and then the... Because she's not used to dealing with this type of thing. Like, Ubo would probably be far more... I mean, maybe not this particular style of pain, but you've been... Yeah, he's had it rough. Yeah, yeah, you've been stabbed and shot at with arrows and stuff before. She hasn't. Uh, So it looks like she's racking her brain trying to, like, one, steal herself and, like, get, you know... And part of it's probably being terrified. So there'd probably be a long beat from her. Mm. Uh, The new both speak up. Yeah. Uh, Blah. It's tough, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, A friend must be brought back from the dead. What will it take? Oh, my. That is a very large favor. We barely even know each other. Tell me. 
How much does this friend mean to you? Enough. Enough to do this. You can tell that uh, the steamet has a uh, a very small range of movement. Uh, and he's pretty much bound to the circle with you guys, like right around the edge here. He can't move. But he can touch you. And he's going to lean down, kind of kneel down with you guys. And he's going to take the back of his hand and trace his index finger over Ubo's cheek. I can see that. This type of friendship is so touching. You just don't see it anymore. I can see that you're very, very loyal. Clarissa, at this point, is kind of panicking. And just as she's about to speak, I would say that these chains are going to tighten up just a little bit. And she's probably gonna, she's probably gonna squeak out like, ah, like that, like it is very taunt. I could use your help with something if you would be my friend as well. And he's kind of, um, he's drawing this out, obviously. And he's kind of, um, waiting for an affirmative. You can kind of tell it's like a question hanging in the air. Explain. I have been ever so lonely. I can bring your friend back. Right? Now, just as you remember him. And all I ask is that you go to a specific spot when I ask you to. Do we have a bargain? What will happen there? This wide smile is going to absolutely devour his face. I'll be reunited with someone I love. Honestly, you couldn't ask for a more fair trade. At that point, Ubo balls up a fist and punches the ground and says, No, this was to be on me. I will not hurt another. It is me 
or it is no one. That is how this ends. Huh. This is interesting. Ubo, do me a favor. Roll a persuasion check for me. With what charisma? I'm sorry. Is it low? Is he is he drunk? Is he easy? Ah, I mean, you know, depends on who's asking, I guess. Persuasion, you said. Give me persuasion. All right. So, so, so it's a flat D twenty from Ubo. Here it comes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Literal natural one. (laughs) Well, okay. So that's not great. (laughs) But okay. I was trying to spare you so much pain. However, I think we can still reach a bargain. I can bring your friend back. That much I'm certain of. But when you die, eventually, I get you, Ubo. Thinking thoughts, sorry, need time. No, take your time, this is a big one. What do you do with me once you have me? Oh, boy. My, my. You do ask a lot of questions for someone in such a... compromised position. I don't trust you. Pity. I thought we could be friends. He's going to turn his attention to Clarissa. What about you? You're going to feel those chains tighten once again. Almost like someone's yanking on them. Just a bit like a like a dog on a chain, that type of thing. She is in agony. And not used to being put through this type of punishment. Just for summoning me, I could take you both right now. And he's going to do the exact same thing he did with Ubo and kind of touch her cheek with his in- the back of his index finger, kind of drawing his nail against the side of her cheek. Give me a reason to wait. All I want to do is walk free. The same treatment that you get every day. And she is going to... Oh, man. She is going to 
tighten up, kind of like, okay, you know what? Let's roll a constitution save. Hmm. That ain't great. So she is going. You could tell she's trying not to let the pain cloud her judgment, that type of thing. Why not just take me then? Just take me for Amvin. No. That is not how this works. This demon is going to stand up and, and kind of giggle to himself. Well, we seem to have a difference of opinion. Do do we know if he's if he actually can take us both just for doing this? Like, do we? I mean, he's definitely got the power to hurt you. It doesn't seem that could be a bluff, or, or it, like it, it's. It, I would say at this point, nothing would seem like an outright lie, right? Like this, mm-hmm. it's like uh, it's like okay, he's obviously got the power to touch us and hurt us, and there's some fine print in this summoning that was not. In the book. Mm. It is too much, Clarissa. We cannot. Go back where you came from. Hmm. And and Ubo looks to Clarissa like, hey, get on this with me. Like, we, we've made a big mistake. Right. God. Do me a favor. Roller persuasion check. Mm, another one of those, huh? It's got to be better than the one you rolled a second ago. Yeah. Well, if that's all it takes, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Oh. Yeah, it's a five. I'm not very persuasive. <sighs> um. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how she would react to all this because she is definitely uh, this this is bad. Mm-hmm. She's going to look at Ubo and there are going to be tears welling up in her eyes. And she's going to mouth the words I'm sorry. And she's going to shout, Just take me and get this over with. This demon is going to crouch down again and get face to face with her. Are you sure? This is a very important decision. Um... Ubo is literally like shouting and wailing for her to not do this. I don't know. Am I? Am I like? Can I like literally leap in front of her? Like, is like how much freedom of movement movement do I have? Not much. This is this is. Yeah. I mean, I, boy, already a significant amount of damage has been done to you guys, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to like you would have to. Not only would it be a strength check, but it would be you'd be ripping off your own skin, basically, to get to her. You know? Uh, I think at this point, to stop her from doing this, he would do just about anything at this point. Okay. Okay. 
Let, let's let, let's push this into into an, an arena where Ubo has a bonus to an ability score. Like right, yes, no, not I, charisma. I, <laughs> All right, do me a favor. Give me an athletics check. I think I'm better at that one. Let's I see. would hope. You gotta be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus seven. All right. That's okay. That's my territory. Strength-based persuasion. Hey, 21. Okay. So... Oh, my God. Okay. These hooks are burrowed into, like, muscle and shit. Like, this is bad. So, to understand what Ubo wants to do, you want to lunge forward at this demon or at Clarissa? The problem is, if I rip her free from the hooks, she might die from, like, the damage. Right. When, when Clarissa was discussing this whole process with me, is, is, there, is there anything she said about, like, hey, don't touch it, don't fight it. If you fight it, it breaks the seal, anything. Any like kind a of don't cross things? the streams type of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Anything like, hey, if you try to punch this dude, it just, it just like punches the door open or something. Well, there's one thing. And she was very adamant about this when telling you about the, the, the ritual mm. that uh, the, the, the driveling of blood in the pattern in the center of the circle don't touch it. Okay. Until the ritual is finished. And she probably didn't go into too much detail because she doesn't exactly know what's going to happen. But she is very she was very adamant to just don't don't do that. Like, whatever you do, don't do that. Everything else we could figure out, but don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't touch the ball. Okay. Yep. Um... What can I do without touching the blood? And the blood's all on the floor, right? Yeah, it's um, it's it's a uh, it's dribbled in between you two. Like, picture there's a there's a circle, mm-hmm. and then you two are kneeling mostly in the middle of it, and then between you two, there's a there's a small symbol. Okay. I guess I'm trying to figure out if the lines are in any way... I mean, I guess they're obviously supernatural. I don't know. We'll find out. Mm. Okay, so... So... I've, I've ripped free of the hooks. Is this this is the case? Uh, yes. Uh, at a significant... Uh, d- d- significant damage to yourself, yes. Okay. Uh, how, how much damage? How many hit points do I have? What have I taken? What? Okay, let's quantify it. I um, mean, yeah, that's like that's relevant to the course of action. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely correct. So let's say, good lord, what what what's a good damage value for that? Because like you are literally, boy howdy. Let's do that. Let's say four d ten. So that's twenty two damage you've taken so far. Okay, that's significant. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I am gosh like the the problem is the only way Ubo knows how to solve this is brute force which may not be may not be optimal right I almost like can't role play right now right like it's all like I kind of have to like go back into rob mode and be like okay what's Ubo doing like I'm having right to, no I I'm having to understand. operate him from a distance here to to talk this out it's like a mecca yeah yeah uh I, he said with the utmost confidence, <laughs> uh, I'm going to manifest Flame Blade. Okay. Which is a bonus action. 
and then I am going to attack the lines attached to Clarissa with it. Hmm. So, to understand, you're you're basically swatting at these chains. I am attempting to sever them with a blade of magical flame. Uh, so, yes, I have, as as Clarissa attempted to to agree to this uh, this measure, and uh, and thank goodness the demon decided to double check and didn't just take that for face value. <laughs> um, Ubo ripped the hooks in his skin and muscle free from his body. Uh, I imagine with a mighty orcish roar. Uh, conjured a scimitar of uh, blazing magical fire in his hand and rushed over to slash at the lines attached to Clarissa. <sighs> okay. Uh, okay. Roll the attack. Let's see something here. Okay. okay. That's a good attack. That it's is 22. a very good attack. Yes. Oh boy. So... I am going to say that you are going to cut these, right? Okay. Um, and this is all just... Uh, it, it, there's almost going to be no feedback for you. There's no resistance. It's just going to, like, ta 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 ta, ta just right through. So these are going to uh, loosen and give slack, and Clarissa's going to fall forward on her hands. And... Ooh. You know what we're going to do? Let's roll a flat t20. <clears throat> that always goes well. Okay. She oh. is just going to narrowly avoid putting her hands in that uh, in the symbol with the blood. Like, she's just going to catch herself, like, on the outskirts of it. Uh, uh, so that could have been bad. Yeah, it's, it's a great thing to leave up to a flat D20. I love it. All right. <laughs> keep, it keep it going. What else have I gotten us into? Uh. So... She's free of this. Still in pain. There's still hooks in her and stuff like that. But, th- th- I mean, there's, like... There's bits of Ubo's skin missing. There's deep lacerations here. Like, it's it's really bad. This demon is going to stand up. Like, just kind of like, whoa. Like, kind of step back a little bit. There's no need to be so brash. Go home. And Ubo will, like, pointedly, like, point the sword at him. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty brazen. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. He's going to grab at Clarissa. My business is not concluded. Ubo will slash at his hand if Ubo has an action. Well. Here's what we're going to do. Clarissa's in a spot, right? She's in a lot of pain. You've been through a lot of pain. And Anvin's still not back. Um, you going to make me follow through on that slash or can I change my mind? Uh, what, what, what else were you going to do? I was going to cast Gust of Wind and hurl Clarissa backward across the room. Wow! <laughs> so that she cannot be grabbed. <laughs> well, okay. She... Hmm. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. You just took an action. Okay. What I want to see is if Clarissa would just try to put an end to this 
and say yes, or if she would she would kind of see everything that Uba's going through and she's like, yeah, you're right, this is going way too far, this is, you know, so there's she's kind of of two minds. It's like, well, we've come this far and we still don't have Amvin back, or we, we see that this is a tremendous error, let's just bail, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a flat d20. that be flat? Can it be... Can, <laughs> can there be a sense bonus? Can there be... <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I, I don't think that they're... I think it would be like a 50-50 split in her head, right? Mm. Because you got to factor in pain and all this stuff. She really misses Amvin. And, and you made a good case earlier about, like, you know, all this stuff. And then, obviously, this demon's shady as fuck. Trying mm. to get free, we... Like, no. So, 1 through 10, she is going to say yes. 11 through 20, she's not going to. Okay. Are we ready, guys? Time for Survivor's Guilt Part 2. She, her hands are going to hit the floor. And again, in a lot of pain, he's going to, he's going to kneel down. And she's going to furiously nod her head yes, and then shout yes. With a gust of wind, these candles are going to go out. And this room is going to be pitch black. And... Can Ubo see in the dark? Yes. Uh, half-orcs have dark vision. Okay. Gonna wish I didn't, right? Well, <laughs> you're going to still... You're, you're gonna see uh, Clarissa's figure uh, just, like, doubled over. And... There's going to be you and no one else in this room. And it's going to be eerily quiet. Let's catch up with the rest of the group. Uh, I don't know. We're having a good time. <laughs> I don't know. What planning do a now. funeral. Yeah, planning a funeral. I don't right. know. <laughs> We're hard at work planning a funeral. Uh, oh, I had a question earlier. What did we do with Amvin's body? Where, where would that be? Well, I, I, uh, to my understanding, it was still in the temple. Okay, like it yeah, like makes prepped. super sense. Yeah, yeah. just kind of because they they gave you some privacy to say, you know, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Other than like we're. I mean, like, oh, well, Maddie could be saying some some lines at the funeral, and uh, tomorrow morning we'll we'll go talk to the city and prepare the the graveyard. Yeah, planning. Oh, it's probably going to be a sunset thing because that symbolizes yeah. his passing, and it'll be here. And oh, he was a great guy, right? Let's talk about all the great, great things guy. about him. <laughs> Amvin. <laughs> oh, hey. How you doing? I'm on the edge of my seat here. Ah. And getting some guilt. No! <laughs> no, no guilt. So, Amvin is going to wake up in the temple. There's going to be this 
chilled feeling. It's it's kind of like waking up in the middle of the night because you realize that you're too cold, that type of thing. Ah. Now, you're uh, the, the 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 room that you're in is going to be absent of people except for you. So you're going to wake up, and what do you think the first thing that would uh, be going through Anvin's mind would be? If I be like, get down. Oh, oh. Uh, hello. And like, is is there like no lights? It's all off, dark, and there's probably like some uh, lantern light outside or something like that. So there'd be there'd be light coming in the windows. Yeah. Uh, having grown up here, do I recognize that this is like? Is this just a room, or is this just a, like, this is the room for visitation? That type of thing, yeah. And look around. I don't see any of my friends. Am I on just a stone tablet, or am I in a... Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, this would be a place for, like, a viewing, that type of thing. I'd look at my hands and, and at myself. Do I look... Burnt or singed or no? You you appear to be fine. Your clothing is wrecked, like you're <laughs> like tatters, like that type of thing. I'll try. Probably try to get out of the off the tablet thing and try to stand. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm exhausted or no. You're fine. Oh, yeah. ooh, this is getting interesting. Then I will be utterly confused because the last thing I remember was going towards a wagon. I assume I remembered that. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Do I have any recollection of anything? Or is it just wagon blow up here? Yeah, like instantaneous. Like it would be, you know, partial explosion, boom, black, up. Okay. I'll try to head out and see if I can, because I'm, I'm sure I'm like since I'm in such tatters, it probably doesn't wear well. Like I'm probably like holding it as I walk. Oh yeah, probably yeah. This they, they're not really fit for use anymore. It's, it's that type of thing. <laughs> then I think uh, I I try to leave the room and find someone to ask for a robe or some spare clothes, having no idea what impact this is going to be. <laughs> Thinking, I just just like, oh man, I, 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 the way I'm thinking it is, man, I must have been knocked unconscious, and Maddie and the group must have brought me back, and that's amazing that I'm alive, that I was so close to death. That's the way I'm treating it. And then I'll, well, let's let's see what happens when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have? So okay. Uh, you're all hanging out. Most of you are hanging out in this room at the Eternal Slumber Inn, right? Mm-hmm. So this sounds like Amvin is Amvin stumbling out into the street or just looking for someone else in the building. Would be looking in the building because he knows it's the temple. So saying mm-hmm. like, all right, well, if anything, my friends are probably at you know a hotel. Uh, maybe Maddie's in the temple, so it'd be like looking around, hopefully catching Maddie if she's in the temple, because she knows that Ubo and Maddie would, was staying at the temple last time. But if, right. he, if he finds a passerby, then he'd be like, oh, hey, you know, where can I grab a spare robe just to cover up um, and then try to find the, the hotel? Like, that's his aim of action of like, anybody? Right. It's cool, but man, I hope Maddie's here, because this is where she's at, and it'd be good to see her, and she could fill me in on the whole crazy trip back. 
<laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to roll, because it's, it's, it's the middle of the night. We're going to roll to see if uh, anybody here is at the temple. Nope. So I would say this is almost like a Rick Grimes situation where you just wake up and you're like, okay, I this is weird. Like, no one's here. It's... It, it's kind of disorienting because you you probably recognize, oh, we're in Aubrey. Why are we in Aubrey? How did I get here? That type of thing. And eventually I would say you probably leave the building. And I remember uh, I have prestidigitation, so I'm like, you know what? Let's try this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that works on. I Yeah, I, I would say that has limitations. That's like a, like a good stain fighter or something. I don't <laughs> think it's going to completely... Right. Uh, well, yeah. At the very least, I try to make it where it doesn't fall off of me. <laughs> right, yeah. So your your peenie isn't showing exactly. to everybody. Right, totally. Okay. Sweet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then I'm like, all right. Well, if they're not here, then they have to be at a one of the hotels. And I know Lua wasn't, wasn't happy about that vampire one, but... I know Donovan and the rest were, were pretty cool with it, so I'm going to go try the Eternal Slumber in first. If this is a situation where the group probably talks and they 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 reach the conclusion, it's like, okay, we got to bury Anvin. Like, that's that's just it. And you probably plan out the, the, the proceedings and, like, where you're going to, you know, bury him and all that stuff, probably next to his mom. And... Eventually, you adjourn for the evening because it's like, all right, well, there's nothing we can really do. Mm -hmm. I would say that uh, specifically Maddie, if Maddie isn't sleeping at the end, probably going to catch up with Ubo. Just like, okay, we're probably going to sleep at the temple again. Let's let's just go bed down for the night. There's nothing we could do. Yeah, like I'm going to go track him down. I I know that he has a lot of emotions right now that I'm going to help him, oh guide him, and like. Do my cleric duty. <laughs> You're a good friend. You're going to run into Anvin, kind of stumbling around, like with no shoes and shit. Like, I'm, I mean, like, clearly confused, dazed, kind of like, you know, clothing kind of in tatters, not falling off them. You don't see no peenie. It's good. So, uh, but, but clearly disheveled. Maddie? Like, hit to the face. Stop. Jaw drop. Hey. Anvin? Hi. Um, I woke up from, I guess, unconsciousness, and there was no one in the temple, and I'm, I mean, I look like crap. She's probably going to cut you off and hug you, like, real tight. He will like, be taken aback, but then hugged back, and like, hey. Could you fill in some details? I mean, and then just hugs you tight. Um, Maddie's probably going to lean back and put both her hands on the sides of your face and be like, is it you, Amvin? Is this you? And then, like, look into his face and, like, examine him. Yeah, it's me. Uh, I mean, we stayed together in the library growing up. Uh, any question you want, I will answer. Um, we... We, I assume I got knocked unconscious by that blow-uping wagon thing? So probably when Anvin first started talking to Maddie, like, wasn't even registering anything. It was just like, oh my god, there's Anvin. And then, like, words start coming in, and she's gonna, like, her face will drop. Anvin, 
Yeah. You were unconscious. You died. Oh my god. And then she'll hug you again. <laughs> like realize you died and now you're here. <laughs> Hugs you back but is very like what? I mean I just I just woke up. Usually oh. isn't there like people around you when you get resurrected? I mean, I know I know you're growing in scale. I don't, I don't Are you already at that level? I, no, 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 no. How I don't I don't I don't and then I don't and then Maddie will start like pulling into herself like almost like looking down and like wait 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 oh my god and then Maddie will look into Amphid's eyes I I think there's something wrong um you you go you go to the 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 eternal slumber inn. I gotta I gotta go I gotta go. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad you're back. She'll give you a quick hug and then run off in a direction. You sure you don't want me with you? <laughs> <laughs> Get some clothes on. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if I can twist the knife just a bit more. <laughs> oh. Yes. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I would say it's it's about that time of night. Uh, usually, Alex is kind of midday on guard duty for the most part. Doesn't have to be up all night uh, patrolling the the border to Aubrey because no vampire attacks. But you can tell she's a bit uh, like a bit concerned, distraught. Not not to the point of panic, but. She's kind of roaming the street right now, calling out for Clarissa, trying to find her. Um, and you could tell you, you, you know, she's walking up to people. It's like, hey, have you, have you seen her? It's not like her to not come home after, you know, a, after it gets dark. Like it's just like, just like, oh, you didn't show up for dinner. Where are you? That type of thing. And it's gets right at the point where it's like, okay, I've questioned like four or five people. No one has seen her. Like it's getting, it's kind of getting like panicky so does maddie run into her as she's running to the library (laughs) i'd say you would hear this yeah maddie will hear her and then along the way just run into her and obviously panic stricken herself alex i think i think there's something wrong so you're walking up to her just like that no probably like run up to her Oh, no. And probably, like, take her by the shoulders. Like, look her straight in the face, take her by the shoulders, like, panicked. Right. And that would be the exact excuse to go into full-blown, like, panic mode. That That's a confirmation. So, instantly, it would probably ratchet her up, like, two or three notches. What? What's going on? I... Oh, my God. I, um... I... One of my... One of my friends died. Well, two of them did, but one of them was... Res- oh... Oh, one was dead and we couldn't resurrect him. And I I was talking to Clarissa and she said there was a book and and it was blood magic. And she said she wanted to use it to bring him back. But I told her no. But now he's back and I don't know where Clarissa is and I don't know where Ubo is. I, I think I think there's something wrong. I halfway through your explanation, she's going to start piecing it together. It's like, oh, God, like that type of thing. 
The problem is, there's nowhere to go. Like, where, where, like you just said, I don't know where they are, and that would probably be her very next, her, her very next thought. Can we catch up with Ubo and Clarissa for just a second? I don't know, can we? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> These chains and, and hooks would be gone. The damage that they left uh, is not gone. Oh, God, I... Part of me wants to just roll to see if Clarissa would remain conscious after that. Because, Jesus, man, I can't imagine the pain. So let's see. So, yeah, just barely. Like, just kind of like, okay. But I'd say she's probably still slumped down in the same position. And probably crying. Like, or, or, or damn near on the verge of it. What would uh, Jesus? What would Ubo's reaction be to all this? I think Ubo is basically catatonic. He like he is just staring at the ceiling. He doesn't even know what to do. Guys, I think that's a good time for us to stop for the evening. Ah, uh, I guess we're gonna have to figure out. So I don't want to concern anybody, but this is a blank check situation where mm. I'm not I'm not sure that uh, uh, either Ubo or Clarissa would be positive of what they agreed to because it was in, in such a she just said yes like oh there's, boy <laughs> you know what I mean uh, and it's fucking Darmok God so damn it there is an agreement but. You're not exactly sure the fine print, like, what is the agreement? Because a few mm-hmm. different scenarios were put out there. So, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you said a bunch of things, but all I heard was, Masoka and Mvin are back, baby! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please uh, jump on social media. Give us a follow on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, wherever you check our feeds out. That's how you're going to find out more about Theriathon as it approaches on April 20th. That's going to be from noon to midnight. All day long we'll be streaming. We're currently setting that up. That's also when our Kickstarter launches for the new book, which we are working day and night to complete. We really appreciate all the feedback you guys have been sending us to. That has been crazy helpful. I've been trying to reply to every single person who sends us something at dandrpodcast at gmail.com. That's dandrpodcast at gmail.com. Um, there are certain things that we can absolutely change and tweak and stuff. Um, and again, it's been super helpful. Even after the feedback episode, we're always looking for that stuff. Uh, so... We'll keep an eye out for those emails as they continue to pour in. Um, obviously, we always mention Patreon to you guys, but what we might start doing is putting up little uh, snippets of content on our YouTube channel just so you can uh, hear little clips and, and things like that. It's just something we've never done before, and it might be worth a try. So thank you guys once again for your support, for your years of listening, for sharing this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, with your friends and all that stuff. And we will see you guys next week with a brand new episode. Bye, guys.